Welcome back. We're back. We're back with another remote episode. I actually really prefer the remote episodes. I mean, uh, it's always nice seeing you, but <laughs> we already saw each other this week. I guess with your, I guess the three hours for your hair was long enough. Yeah. And you know what? It was like a whole five hour ordeal for me. It was like a full shift getting stuck in traffic. You know, obviously we had to like chit chat before we got started. That was a lot of traffic. Yeah, it was. I can't believe how much traffic there you were in. A whole lot of traffic. It was a whole ass day. But it was worth it because now I'm Bronte Sands and I love my hairs. Looks so cute. So, I mean, before we gave our little background stories on how we got started in both of our businesses. I mean, you guys kind of knew a little bit about it before. But this episode, we wanted to make a little different and do advice that we would tell ourselves from whenever we first started. This was all Renee's idea. <laughs> I sent Veronica a voice memo because that's, like, my new thing I've been trying out. And then I completely forgot what I said. And, like, I didn't keep it. <laughs> so it expired. And it expired. <laughs> I was like, wait, what did I say again? I just, like, have these little ideas. I've been in, like, such a good motivated headspace lately. I think ever since I took my little mental break, like I said last week, I have been, like, ready to just tackle everything. This fall, I'm, like, I'm coming at it. Coming at it, business wise side hustle wise i'm like picking up side jobs i'm ready we facetimed and renee goes i'm just really motivated she gave me a whole list of things to do i was like oh i can see you woke up on the right side of the bed this morning it doesn't happen often so i'm like really trying to like hone in on it and yeah so when i'm motivated that means veronica gets a to-do list <laughs> and you just have to like, i guess so hear my brainstorming list because i feel like there's a lot going on right now upstairs and i gotta get it out so I can make There's room for new. There's always going on upstairs in your head. There is. <laughs> Never stops. Seriously. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really excited about this episode. I just had a call with um, one of my clients prior to this call and she just kind of wanted to pick my brain and like I'm sure you've experienced the same thing of like somebody um, in your industry or somebody that just kind of like wants advice on getting started on their own and it's just kind of like I don't know. It's like sparked something in me and I thought it would be a really cool episode to do. I actually wish we could have recorded that episode or like that conversation as an episode, but we can always like follow back and, and kind of see where she, where she leads, but she listens to the podcast and I just thought it would be cool to like maybe share that same advice with everybody else and like what we would tell ourselves if we were just starting out. Yeah. I mean, I wish that I had my current self to tell me everything back two years ago now because that was stressful as all hell I was like as I was having that conversation with her I was reflecting and I'm like I miss that I miss just like like not actually having the business and just like being able to brainstorm it and visualize it and just make it whatever I wanted it to be because there was no like logistics behind it you know what I mean I was just free to dream it right like there was no outline right yeah there was no like sense of real reality and like you know, a brick and mortar place. It was just kind of like this idea that anything could be. Yeah. It's like a figment of your imagination. And it's like, I think, I don't know, for me, I miss that like, like limitless dreaming where it's like now, well, I have, I have these customers and I have this style and I have this location. It can't, it can't just be whatever. I mean, it can still be whatever you want it to be, but it's like, you have some parameters now. 
because you right. are an established business. So it's like you're not as free to like visualize things as you were before. So I don't know. It just kind of took me back to a place where, you know, I, I do kind of miss that. I feel like that was like the best stage of all of this and a lot of the ideas that I had then before this was even a real business or a real thing like those are the ideas that are still propelling me forward now. And like, I'm now like even getting more clarity on those and like coming closer to that vision that I originally had for it. Right. Exactly. So it's just kind of cool. And like to see it come full circle. So what were some of your advice bullet points that you had for yourself that you wish you could tell yourself? Well, I just mentioned like one of them. Um, basically just like, don't stop dreaming, visualize it all working out, um, visualize each detail of it. I think like the more specific you can be, the better. So like when I first started specifically, I knew what my my website was going to look like. So if you happen to have a website, like visualizing what the website's going to look like, if you want to open like a store, visualizing like exactly what you want it to look like, like down to the the fixtures and the colors and like what products you're going to carry and like exactly like the feeling you're going to have when you walk into it and like being as specific as you can and just visualizing each piece of like the business model. And I think another big piece of it is like picturing what you want your day-to-day to look like in five years from now and in 10 years from now, like what you want to wake up and do and like kind of visualize that, have that be like in the back of your mind as like your goal. And then kind of like take the steps to work towards that. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Thanks. What's yours? We can just kind of like go back and forth. Yeah. My number one that I had written down was everything comes with experience and to like not mm-hmm. take everything so hard on yourself. So I wrote down underneath it that it's probably not going to be perfect the first time you do it. Learn from your mistakes, regroup, and move forward. Veronica, that is so good. And that is literally my second. (laughs) That's my second one. Like we're on the same wavelength. I literally wrote, but at the same – I said from all that, like don't stop visualizing it, da-da-da. And then I said, but at the same time, don't let the desire for perfection, specifically your own idea of perfection, stop you from moving it forward. So like – Specifically, yeah, just like you said, like, you know, you're going to be your worst critic too. Exactly. And I think just knowing that, like, what you do is not going to be perfect when you first start out. Like, right. Nobody is going to be perfect. Nobody just, like, the CEOs of these huge companies, they don't just walk right into it. Like, no, and they're exactly. just, they have everything that they need to, to do it. It's like a gradual process. So I think just trusting the process. Even in my industry, everything in my industry, like, nothing, nothing comes easy the first time you do it Mm -hmm. like hair doesn't come easy extension methods don't come easy coloring doesn't come easy so it's just like even I took it like that way and like business side if that makes sense no that makes perfect so like your work isn't going to be perfect the first time you do it and your business isn't going to be perfect the first you know time around but you just perfect it over time I love it that is such a good one Uh, My next one is know what you want and you like know what you want it to look like, but know the difference between choosing something that perfectly aligns with you and gives you an opportunity versus the idea of perfection. So I just feel like kind of same back back to that same idea, like there can be an opportunity that will arise. um, Like I'm trying to think of like a specific example, but basically just being open to opportunity is kind of like what it goes down to. Um, I had that one too. Keep an open mind. But like (laughs) – It's kind of funny, like you have to, you have this vision for yourself and like where you want it to go and like you see it so clearly, so perfectly, like down to the details, like I said in my first one. 
but at the same time being open to like opportunities and maybe it's not directly like maybe you like you're manifesting you're dreaming of like having a a storefront with a black door let's say just for like the sake of this argument a storefront with a black door and this perfect place it looks so great on the outside on the inside do you love the landlord it presents itself but the door's not black like you have to appreciate that this opportunity is being given to you and think about the way that you can like form it into your exact vi- like vision exactly but know that like you have the power to make it that vision so like nothing is going to present itself exactly the way that you visualize it but you have to like be creative you have to be flexible that's like the what i had in bold in this bullet point be flexible and like know that you want it to look this way and i'm not saying compromise your vision for it but just know that like you have the power to make any opportunity into what you're actually wanting it to look like. Exactly. I had undermined like don't shut out opportunities that at the time might not spark an interest. Sometimes those are the ones that turn out the best and make the most connections. So good. Like we're so on par right now. Yes. Okay. What's your next? So the second one that I had on mine, like my true second one, <laughs> was <laughs> the shit is hard. Like, it is hard. Um, Hard work. It's never really, like, an off day. Next to hard work, I put 25-8. Yes. You have no days off. None. No days off. Um, Even when you're off, you're not off. Right. And then I said, sometimes you're going to have to do things that you really don't want to do, like work on vacation, work from anywhere that you are, maybe, like, make those connections while you're out and about, like, on a weekend, You have to hold yourself up to, like, your own standard that you want to be held up to. Like, you can't – you can't be a slob kebab out in a bar, you know? Wait. (laughs) Because you never know, like, if your client's standing next to you or what. Or somebody that, like, follows on Instagram or something. That is, like, spot on. I learned that lesson really, like, early on. Um, This is literally, like, my second bullet point, which I'll read, like, after I tell this little anecdote. But – I had a couple stories where like Kenny Chesney concert, I'm like, I'm fresh out of college, right? So like I went to IUP, like that's a drink in college. Like I had a little party under my belt. So after I graduated, obviously it continued and we're at a Kenny Chesney concert and like I had started the Instagram and all of that. I had multiple people at this concert and at the bar afterwards come up to me and they're like, oh my God, you're posh local. And I was like, oh my God, I am. <laughs> like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, I am, aren't I? Oh I thought I was God. an A2K from IUP. <laughs> but no, I'm posh local and from I'm a businesswoman. And it's a businesswoman. Oh, oh my, my gosh. And we're like, I, I mean, any of those occurrences, obviously like they're at the bar too, like they're drunk too. So it wasn't like I felt bad about it. And like, honestly, I had like some really great like conversations after the fact, like with those people, but it's like, you know, we took the pictures and we're like, oh my God, like I felt like a little celebrity, but I was also like a little drunk celebrity, which like, that's not going to get you very far. You know, if I didn't check myself at the door and be like, ugh, you have like your face is on your business. And I mean, you just, you learn early on, like you can't act the same way that you did before owning a business. You just can't. And like, you can have fun. Nobody's saying that you can't have fun, but sometimes with having fun, you have to kind of reel yourself back in. You can't be falling all over the place. You can't be running your mouth to people that you have no idea who they are from the next person over. Like, it's just, you have to just be careful, more careful. 
than yes, what you want. I agree. Um, because the world is small. But wait, can I can I give Pittsburgh's my even um, smaller? <laughs> yeah, can I give my next yes. bullet because it literally just goes totally hand in hand with this. It says always be open opportunities every time you step out of the house. And then I had in quotations or show up online or parentheses or show up online. You have the opportunity to connect and network. Don't let those opportunities go by. Share your idea and vision, but know when to hold back. So that was kind of like not necessarily exactly what we just said, but it kind of more geared towards like the professional version of that. So like once you step one is to not act like a slop kebab when you're out and about and like know that every time you leave the house, like your business is at stake and your name is at stake and your face is at stake. So like you want to just be presenting yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Your face is at stake. I really did say that. I don't know. Maybe your face is at stake because you're the one that says you're talking smack. So no, I didn't say I was. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Owners. You're saying, but isn't the title of this episode what you would tell yourself? So that was what you would tell yourself. <laughs> I guess. I guess I'm a shit talker. Fair, fair. <laughs> you know you are. I don't know why you're acting like you're not. So funny. But I think just like understanding that like when you do go to these places, you know, I mean, I don't want to like beat a dead horse. <laughs> insert my my phrase of the podcast episode um but just kind of like knowing you're beating a dead horse with those with (laughs) those sayings (laughs) i think the people like them i I need i need a i need an answer i'm putting up a poll on instagram who likes (laughs) one-liners in our we can say like we can actually give a poll like what's your favorite phrase that renee's used so far Yes. Anyway, continue. But yeah, I mean, that's just pretty much like what I wanted to say. Like, just be open opportunities um, and just know that like any time that you like go out into the world, that is an oppor- either an opportunity or it could be like closing a door for you if you are not acting in the way that like resonates with your customers and like will like show that you are a real business owner with a head on your shoulders. So exactly. it could help you or hurt you. I have a question for you. Shoot. So what out of that like whole umbrella, like opportunities, always keeping like a, an open mind, anything like that. What is one time that you felt like you had to do something that you really didn't want to do in business or that you didn't really like enjoy doing at first, but then came out like as a great opportunity? Is there something that like stands out in your mind with that? For some reason, like any pop up is just like flashing in my brain right now right because they're such a pain in the ass and like as much as I love doing them and collaborating it's always more work not always more work than it's worth but like 99% of the time I would say like the work that goes on behind the scenes of it like when I really put my all into it it usually like doesn't it's it just doesn't always go the way that I want it to so I would say like always saying yes to pop-ups and like always saying yes to collaborations. Like I've done pop-ups where I put in hours of work and then nobody shows up. So it's like, does that answer your question? (laughs) Mainly, mainly. I mean, I was hoping for like a better outcome of like the situation because I know sometimes like even with some pop-ups, I beforehand like prejudged them and was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to turn out. Don't know if anybody's really going to like come to me from there. I don't even know if anybody's going to, like, buy anything from me. But then I go, and it's, like, 
the complete opposite of what I thought. And it's just like – That happens all the time. So like that's not the story that I was telling. I guess you're asking for the positive. I'm giving you the negative. But um, there is (laughs) – so I guess to spin off of that, there was a pop-up in the the past. This is like one of my very like early on pop-ups and – I ended up I'll give I'll give two examples. One, I did a pop-up at IUP, my old school, and we did it at like one of the sorority houses. And I mean, I knew that like my sorority friends were gonna come and shop it, but I didn't think like anybody else would. So I set the bar super low. I ended up doing this pop-up and exactly like I said, like it was just sorority girls. They weren't really buying anything because they're like, you know, broke college girls, whatever. But then somebody caught traction of it and actually sent it to like the I think it was the president of the fashion design club and then she ended up sending out an email to her whole like list of students that were in the fashion fashion merchandising major and sent out like an email blast saying there's a pop-up at this location she's an alum like go go visit it so like that would be a positive outcome that like you don't see that coming you kind of like expect the worst or expect like the baseline of like i i can make xyz like it's going to be worth it because i know like you know, two girls are going to buy things or whatever it is that it's going to be worth the time. But then something like that happens and it's like, oh my gosh, like that is so cool. And even if like, you know, 90% of the people she sent the email to don't show up, maybe 10% do. And either way, it's like, oh, well, she just sent out an email blast all these people. Like I am getting recognition without like putting my neck out there really because I just, all I did was show up. Well, that was really a good one. So that's a good one. And then just another one, like I was at a pop-up and another business owner came up to me and was like, would you be interested in doing this at my business? And from there, uh, I've done several pop-ups with them. I now work with them. They're one of my social media clients. So it's just like, again, like being open to opportunities and like, yeah, I went into that first pop-up not knowing what to expect and kind of like expecting the worst. And it ended up like really working out in, in so many different ways, not just like the sales for that one event. So I think kind of right. being open-minded to that as well, like knowing that even if your event doesn't go that well that day, like you still got your name out there. You still showed up. And I think that just like – that builds your character and it builds your confidence and it's just like going to be helpful no matter what in the long run. Exactly. Good job. Thanks. Good job. Okay. That was a good question. <laughs> um, what is – like do you have an example of that? I mean just kind of like what I said before, just some pop-ups that – not one specifically that sticks out in my mind, but just like expecting the worst and then the best outcome with it and just getting like, you know, new clients or even people that like try new products from us that they might not have known that they liked before. So that's always a good one. Always makes me feel good. <laughs> makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> right. I had one more like little bullet point, but I think this it. just speaks for itself. I don't doesn't need an explanation. It was always stay humble. Always. No matter what. Um, I feel like a lot of small business owners, once they like make it big all of a sudden or like really quickly, or you know, even if they partially grow organically, partially from like other like big social media presences, um, I think sometimes that kind of takes a hold of their body and mind and it just kind of makes them act a certain way or just act different than what they did whenever they first started out and I always appreciate the ones that kind of stay true to themselves and always remember where they came from first and how hard it was to start up and kind of like feeling like you're at the bottom and working your way up rather than like starting from the bottom and like shooting your way up and then just completely forgetting like what that bottom tier felt like 
Right. No, I totally, totally, totally love that. I think that's a great like reminder. I think all business owners need to be reminded of that. All people in general need to be reminded of that. Like, I definitely think all people in general. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, because I mean, it is hard and I catch myself doing the same thing in like certain months. I'm like, oh my God, this is such a good month. I, I'm like, I can't believe that this is my life. I can't believe that I'm like, I can do these things and, you know, drive this car and, and pay for an apartment. Like, you have to check yourself though and like remind yourself and have those like even if it's like the luxuries in life let's say have those be reminders of like what you went through and like how much you wanted it and how hard you worked for it versus like just being like oh yeah this is my lifestyle now because like this is this is the way that i live right. this is this is what i i do for a living so this is how i get to live even just like I don't know, being appreciative of the people like you're paying customers, I think is a big one. I think that that speaks wonders to that individual person that is coming to you paying for your service or paying like their favorite boutique or paying for whatever. Like, I just think that that showing appreciation for them really goes the distance. I totally agree. And that is something that like, I have never lost sight of like sometimes I think I get caught up in my own head sometimes about just like I don't know just looking a certain way and being on Instagram and knowing like what to post and what's going to get attention and those sorts of things but at the same time it's like every single sale like I never lost sight of that like every single sale that I get like handmade notes that you make it's like that even just shows the little appreciation that that person knows that they're supporting one single person like and not this huge corporation that just hands you your receipt and is like here you go have a good day yeah like it's expected for you to come and spend your money and that's like I think that like you can just stay humble in that regard too and just like know that like people are you know you're they're spending a little bit more with you than they would with like Walmart obviously and like they don't want to feel like they're getting the same treatment. Right. Because like that's why they come to small businesses because they want to feel that like personal touch. Exactly. And I think in our industry, like my industry especially, like it is a one-on-one service. So they get that personal touch just from my personality being there with them. And like, I don't know if they've been coming to me for a while, maybe sometimes I'll just like toss in a little travel size product to say thank you like through the holidays. Or I know I even buy Mm -hmm. my regulars like little Christmas gifts, whether it be like little hair accessories or just like a gift card to somewhere like Starbucks. I don't know. But just to say thank you for supporting me throughout the whole entire year and making our business what it has been is always great. Um, Did you have anything else on yours on your list? Um, yeah, so I did, but I kind of wanted to ask you like a more specific, like to your industry, because like what sparked this whole topic was pretty much like this client coming to me and saying like, Hey, like I'm thinking about doing this, like what advice do you have for me? And I get this question a lot and I've jumped on a lot of zoom calls, a lot of phone calls, a lot of like coffee dates and dinner dates and things like that of people wanting to pick my brain. So I want to ask you, like, what would you say to somebody coming to you? that wants to start their own salon like what would you say and like kind of like specific to your industry what advice would you give there or like what advice did you wish that you heard before you started your salon yeah so in Sola it's actually super nice and it's very helpful whenever you're first starting out so I would honestly say probably if it's just you start small don't be afraid to start small um Soul is great. They basically, yeah, 
they basically give you this whole binder of like things that you need to do in order to start your business. It it is basically an outline and and it's funny because I have a little note underneath my always stay humble that says there's not a handbook outlining how to be successful in what you do. Um, but <laughs> unless you go to solo, well, they don't, it's not how to be successful. It's basically just how to start up. So it's like, you have to form your LLC or form your, you know, whatever it is you want to form legally, you start there. And then it goes into starting like your tax forms and it shows you what tax forms you really probably need. And then it, sh- it just takes you step by step as to like how to, you know, first start out which is always great. Um, I would recommend Sola to anybody that wanted to start a little salon because that is what gave me a little more confidence in starting out and becoming what we are today just because you know that you're doing some things right. Now, after that, it just is up to you to get the word out about your studio, get like show your work, and don't be afraid to use social media as your platform of your you know, what did we call it? A show book? <laughs> a show book. You called it that, not me. Oh, I think it was a together situation. <laughs> <laughs> but don't be afraid to use social media for that and showing off your work. And don't be afraid to give somebody a little bit more of a discount because they're getting your word, your name out there more than somebody else. Like that doesn't go negative negatively on your business it kind of helps it a little bit so I mean just kind of do that's kind of interesting yeah that's kind of interesting because I feel like I don't know it's just like different in different industries like as far as like like a service and things like that like it it makes sense and you kind of have to like weigh your options with like are they actually like bringing you sales? Like, are they bringing you paying customers? So I like back at our my first salon that I worked at, we had like a full referral program. So I kind of carried that over while like freshly starting at Sola. So it was like if you referred a friend, you got a referral card, um, and that friend got twenty percent off their first service, and then you got a twenty percent off of your service the next time you came in. And they kept them all on file so that it was like if you referred your friend, you got, you also got that like, you know, little incentive. So that was nice to start off with, like even just in general as a new stylist. And that was nice to carry over into my studio because then that was like people were telling other people about their experience at JMB studio. I love it. Yeah. But it's like those sorts of those calls, like there, there's no handbook for that kind of stuff. And that's just kind of like a judgment call and like what is actually going to be beneficial for both you and the customer. Um, but I I just wanted to say, like, I think it's funny that you mentioned, like, what you would tell your your previous self. <laughs> you starting <laughs> out, I don't know self. how to phrase it. Yeah, your younger self, your previous self. I'm like, I'm two different people now. Um, but uh, that you mentioned that you would tell them to start at Sola because you didn't start at Sola. So I think that's, like, that's important to note. Like, you're you're telling people, like, that that kind of sets you up for success and like in a, a more clear cut, like defined way. And like, it's just cool kind of hearing that you would be telling somebody something different than what you actually lived through. Yeah. And I mean, it definitely was scary at first because thinking of Sola, you think of all of those different businesses that are in Sola. So in ours, like particularly, I think that we have maybe like 20 hair salons 
just 20 hair salons in general. And that's insane. You're in the same building as 20 other people that are doing hair. How do you set yourself up to be successful in that? Um, But you just have to kind of make it so that you attract your clients. Like you attract who you want to come into your studio, your salon, whatever, how you decorate it, how you're promoting it, how you're showing that you're different through the building, I think is definitely important too. So it's like making yourself stand out is in turn the bigger picture. I love it. Do you agree? 1,000%. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So my last one, and then I have like final thoughts that I'm just going to like, like throw out. Um, But my last one is kind of like more specific. Like I was trying to be a little bit more specific to my industry and like kind of give myself that same question that I just asked you. And like, Specifically, I would tell somebody that wanted to start a boutique to do your research because I know that I – it was like I was working a full-time job when I was just brainstorming posh. Like I would literally be exhausted by my own thought process. Like I was so obsessed with like the brainstorming and like the visualizing that like it legit was like a full-time job. But I would just say do your research. Um, Like I watched millions of YouTube videos Write all the blogs of these business owners, um, listen to podcasts, like just do your research, reach out to people, but at the same time, have a leg to stand on in those conversations with others in your industry. Like make sure you're not going into something and saying, yeah, like, all right, Veronica, let's set up a time to meet. I'm a hairstylist. Um, how do I get started? And then you have to like walk them through the same thing that Sola could have walked them through um, as far as like get your LLC, like figure out all your tax forms, like figuring out like that kind of stuff. Like you have to have a leg to stand on in those conversations. I think there's nothing more irritating being like a business owner. Somebody comes to you like for advice and they're like, how do I like X, Y, Z, like something so simple that literally could have been Googled. Right. And it's just like frustrating because it's like I put in that work because I I cared enough. I gave a shit enough that I put that work in before I um, started and like, put hours and hours of, of effort into it. So I think just like make sure you do that effort before you start reaching out to people. That would be like one piece of advice um, because people are so willing to help you. Like you'd be surprised and like I'm sure like you probably were too. Like I mean I was blown away by the amount of support but like you have to ask for it and don't be afraid to to do that. I feel like a lot of people like were in your same position and like they're very willing to help and like that's their way of staying humble too is to like help the next person in line So always like be willing to do that once you do get to like this point, but just kind of like make sure that you do the work as well. I think specifically, even with all of that, like even as simple as looking up, you know, in my case, like a booking app that you would want to use or looking up like Mm -hmm. your point of sale system. Like, right. And like, and I get it from that point of view too, where it's like, you want to hear from somebody that is like actually tangibly using these things and not just like an online source where like there are a thousand. So like, it's nice to like wean through those and be like, okay, I asked Veronica. I asked like the girl next door. I asked the other girl. They all said the same thing. So like maybe that's the best one because like people that I know are using it. So like I get that. It's almost like referral and like influencing somebody to use that same platform at the same time. And like I've been asked the same thing, like what website platform um, and all of that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I think it's just – it's kind of just interesting to see and like reflect back and just be like – I remember asking like similar questions, but I remember always like – 
having a leg to stand on is just like kind of what I keep going back to. Like I knew that I was putting in enough work that I had enough knowledge around the category and like around the industry to like have those conversations and feel confident in them versus just like having like a pen and paper and just like, oh, what do you do for this? What do you do for this? And like just like doing like having a business in a box and like just doing exactly what somebody else tells you that they did. I think that's going to get you into like a lot more trouble than just figuring out on your own. Switch it if you have to. Like maybe you get a different booking app and you find out that it doesn't work as well. But like you have to take those risks yourself. And like that's the whole point of being a business owner is taking those risks and calculated risks and understanding that like not everything's going to go exactly the way that you want, but exactly. being able to still to still be able to do it. So just give like some quick little pieces of wisdom for final thoughts here. I have a couple one-liners or like I guess it's like a paragraph, but like I'm going to try and make it one-liner. <laughs> I'm going to try. Well, so my, you know, end-all be-all advice is to just do what you feel is right. Like I said before, there's no outline on how to be successful or how to start a super successful business. So just stick with your gut feeling, listen to your mind and your heart, and just kind of always stay true to yourself. Veronica, I'm tearing up. That was cute. Look at me. I need to crochet all of my little sayings on a pillow. (laughs) Why? Why are you crocheting? Do you mean embroider? Yes, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, I think crocheting might be a little tough. Embroider it on a pillow. There we are. That's so funny. Wait, isn't crocheting kind of like tying in extensions or no? No. I feel like it's similar. Everybody always asks if I can really sew, and I'm like, no. I think <laughs> I've sewn on like a button. Yeah, I've done that, but like nothing intensely so no <laughs> send them my way i'll figure sewing it out hair is not the same as sewing on a pocket or something i don't know <laughs> <laughs> a pocket. now what's yours enough of me okay all right my final thought this is in um all caps dream it <laughs> and then i'm back to lowercase caps visualize it write it down Act in a way where you're treating your business and your life like it's exactly what you dreamed it to be. Uh, People might think that you're cuckoo crazy, but you just have to go back to your vision and um, just like stay there mentally. Just like know that you have a bigger vision for yourself and like don't let anybody else's judgment get in the way of that. Um, So kind of just like what you said, just staying true to yourself, but um, just kind of going back to the vision. Like when you get down on yourself, just like kind of go back to the vision and then you'll see yourself five years into it and you're like wait I this was a dream that I just like cooked up in my head and like now pieces of it are coming to reality so I feel like just don't stop dreaming it don't stop changing the dream either and just like reaching for more um, when you start to you know grasp those things Um, and just that confidence comes from not knowing how to do something and figuring it out exactly love that yay this was a good episode I liked it. This is like good vibes. It was. Hope this helped somebody. Hope this helped somebody. And if you have any questions for us, as always, we are totally available. Um, Obviously, you guys are taking us up on those offers if I'm setting up Zooms with y'all. So, Veronica, let's get you on some Zoom calls too. Some young, aspiring beauty professionals. I mean, yeah. As always, you can reach us in our email. 
DMs or you know what other just what show other up can they reach us? <laughs> yeah just show up knock on show our door to- <laughs> you know where our businesses are you can look them up on the google <laughs> on the google machine dial it up <laughs> all right that wraps up another episode as always don't forget to subscribe leave us a rating and review and maybe even share with a friend you can follow us at Bold Type Podcast on Instagram. And we're going to leave you with our email too because we would love to have any questions, feedback, or really anything you want to hear on the next episode sent over to us. So the email is boldtypepodcast at gmail.com. See ya.